You're listening to Senior Style Guide's Real Talk Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Black. We hope you enjoy today's episode and be sure to hit that follow button so we can connect. everyone. We are back with the Real Talk podcast and we have Katrina Jackson as our guest today. And Katrina, I know we've had these conversations over the phone, so I just kind of want to bring those to life for all of our listeners. I've noticed that there's a whole generation of photographers coming up and leaving money on the table. What are your thoughts on that? Hey, Vicki. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be here today. Um, I, let's see here. I feel like this is a loaded converse, a loaded topic, um, because I have only ever done in-person sales. So I don't know what it's like to just offer digital prints. Um, but I feel like if you are selling an experience, you could totally sell your experience and do digital only. Um, so you wouldn't be leaving money on the table. Um, but that's just like a different kind of spin. Well, what's that look like? I was going to say, I don't know. I've never done digital. <laughs> okay. But if you were going to, I mean, let's go there. I yeah. mean, we would typically go to loaded topics. So let's, let's go there. We're going to pretend that you just sell the digitals, no books, no prints, no wall art, nothing. I would sell, I would really be pushing like my experience more so, which I feel like I push my experience now too. But I feel like if you don't have products on the back end to get your sale, then you're going to definitely be pushing your experience from start to finish um, to get that sale. Because also you might want to get paid up front. Well, like right now, I feel like with IPS, I kind of do it on the back end. So I am... Like I have a session free a session fee, but then I'm also hoping that they book a certain collection, like where I want them to land. Um, and we don't know where they're going to choose to purchase. Um, so yeah, I would push the experience so that you're making your money up front. Okay. Um, but how are you making more money up front by doing that? Walk me through that. I... I think it would be a numbers game. I think it would just be basically figuring out what you want to make for the year and doing your numbers and dividing that up by how many clients you need and going that route um, instead of like hoping to get it on the back end. Okay. It sounds like you run things. I, I know you run things. We've talked about this very similar to how I do. You do the in-person sale. You don't know what collection they're going to buy. You mm -hmm. gear them towards the collection you want them to buy. Right. With your experience. Right. So are you selling albums? Yes. How are you selling albums? Right now, I am. they're like based into my collections. Like they're built into my collection. So the number one or the two collections that I will actually add to. My albums start in my top three collections, which most of my clients do land there. So all of my clients are getting an album, um, which is what I want them to have. Like that's my favorite product. So that's what they're getting. Um, 
Yeah. I would feel bad for the, if you're all inclusive and you don't sell any products because you want to get an album. Right. I, I like for my clients to have wall art prints in an album in addition to the digitals. And I remember when I changed my prices and I decided I was going to do this. And it was like the second year I was in business with seniors. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to think or what to do because my prices had gone up so drastically. And the first person that sat down at my desk, they landed where I wanted them to land. I was like, whoa, why wasn't I doing this all along? They really uh-huh. do want these things. Mm-hmm. and. I think it's important um, to have them on hand to show them. I have canvases. We've been in my office. There's canvas. There's acrylic. There's albums. There's ornaments. There's prints. There's everything. Mm -hmm. Acrylic blocks. You name it. Um, I think it's important for them to have it out from the initial consultation. When they come in, those items are on the desk Mm -hmm. to start prepping them. What's it like with you? Because you do consultations as well. I do. I do. Um, I do Zoom consultations. I don't sell. I don't even really like to talk about the. So we might be different in that aspect. So um, on my Zoom consultation, I really just talk about the experience. I don't really want to put any emphasis on prints or products um, just because I want them to fall in love with the experience. Um, for some reason, in my mind, I have always felt like until you see your child's pictures, you may not, you may not, you may have a hard time seeing them in that album. Um, but once they see their images, they can really start dreaming and see that they can be in that album. Um, so sorry, Vicky has a cold. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm plugging on. And, And I get that. I respect that. Um, my whole thing is I want them thinking about all these things throughout the whole process. We're talking about the experience, but I want them to envision their child there. It is, it's impossible. I mean, you may go into it thinking, well, I just want collection one. Mm-hmm. But then you come to the table for the, the ordering session where you're seeing the final reveal of your images and you've already had the fun on right. the session and they're hooked. They already right. know they love you. And which, then, which is probably why I don't push the products at first because like you just mentioned like they may have think they may think that they want that first collection but until they see it they can't because at that point I in my mind I'm I'm a numbers person so if I would were to book someone I would really book it based off of the number that collection was and not truly like what I wanted but on the back end and I see the images and I can see the album then I can really visualize like Oh, it's really not the collection one, which is where I would have landed. It is the top two collections or even adding more things on from that. So that might just be my mindset and why I choose to focus on it on the back end. Um, And then also, I think if they are like repeat clients or friends of clients, they have seen the products already, too. So they are seeing the products they um I love when someone does come in and say, oh, it's like Susie had this acrylic. And I'm like, okay, you know, because I now know you love the top two collections, you know. <laughs> so so I make a mental note at that point to be like, okay, make sure, you know, I, I might mention that during the image reveal session. 
Um, but then they are coming into my studio for their style consultation. So that is their first, that's the first time that they're in my studio. Um, and they are seeing the canvases, they're seeing the albums and typically moms will, you know, go through the albums and stuff at that point. Um, but I don't typically talk about it because I also, I don't know. I just want them to feel like at that, that's about their outfits and stuff. So I don't want to feel like I'm selling Um, and they typically don't really ask too many questions. Um, and then the image reveal that is like, that's game. That's shoot day (laughs) is game day. But then image reveal is also like my game day. (laughs) It's like, okay, you know, it's time to put on my CEO hat and it's time to make some money here. Well, and when they come for their initial consultation with me, I am terrified that I'm going to enter a situation because I hear this all the time in the industry they didn't realize how much everything costs. So when I send the information over and then when they book their consultation and they come in, I go over the collections again with them. And that's where the products come into play. Cause I go, Oh yes. In this collection, you get this album, you get this piece of wall art, you, you get X, Y, Z. And that way I just, I do it that way because I'm afraid at some point they're going to get to the audience. Well, I didn't realize it costs that much. Mm-hmm. You do that during the the initial consultation? The consultation when we talk about the wardrobe, we talk about locations, we talk about the do's and don'ts. We also, at the very end, talk about the collections. And I have it out so that while we're going over all this stuff, they can be touching it and playing with it. So that's, I mean, each each way we both go about it, it works for our business. Mm-hmm. Um But I definitely make sure at the ordering session that that's out there as well. Because that's when the images are being revealed. And those were some mistakes I made in the very beginning. I mean, in the first year, I was a quote unquote shoot and burn without being shoot and burn, without realizing I was a shoot and burn photographer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can see it both ways. But I was leaving money on the table. And I was really shocked when I moved to in-person sales, just how much I was leaving. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do. Agree. I mean, you are leaving money on the table because we never know this this year. I'm trying to figure out um, how to like get more sales outside of my collections, because um, typically they will kind of buy the collections. They might spend a little bit after that, but that's about it. So, yeah, I'm trying to get to that next level. I'm trying to get to that. Next Don't level. even you know, we've had this conversation. It's the thing I talk about. This is the initial sale. And what right. comes next? Graduation. The after sale. Yep. And that's where you got to be, you know, prepping them and working those graduation announcements and the thank you cards and the yard signs and the banners mm-hmm. and more prints, yep. extra wall art. Yeah, you're right. You're you're 100% right. Which that is like is to... um kind of like an like not an old school photography studio setup but like that's definitely probably how it was now there's so like you can buy it online you can buy all these things right so i and i feel like for myself too i was like oh i just want that one sale and i'm done but why did i feel that way <laughs> you know like i have a portrait studio like i want them to come to me for all of these things so why did i what in my head so you that? want the one sale 
you're happy with the one sale. I, that's but then you want to go let them give their money to someone else down the road for graduation announcements, banners, yard signs, prints. I know. I don't no. know why. I don't know why I thought. I don't know why. I did too. I don't why? Know why I thought that. I did Maybe too. Maybe because it's more work. It Maybe is more work. <laughs> but but they're already invested in us. It's an right. easy sell. Right. It's they know we're going to get it to them. They know we're going to get it to them in a timely fashion. The quality is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I know. I'm I'm on that I'm on that train now. <laughs> so I guess you know one of my big questions is as photographers, why are we afraid? Yeah, why no is it so hard? Fit all, you know. To be honest, you could do it in multiple different ways, and still exactly, we all did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why are we afraid to to try other things? Why are we afraid to go after the after sale? Yeah. What about? I mean, no other profession are they afraid that right. I can think of. I don't know why IPS is so scary for people. It was scary for me. I I, I was sweating bullets at the way. desk. <laughs> I didn't know there was another way. Like I just was like, you have to meet to order your pictures. I didn't know that there was another way. Except I do buy like um, our family portraits are all like shoot and burn, you know, because I'm not my client. <laughs> <laughs> But I would be, but I don't know of any local photographer, like family photographers who offer the albums and, and that. So we I have know. them here that do. You do? Yes. You live in a bigger town than me. I know. <laughs> I live in a weird town. <laughs> you know, you've been here a few yes. times. But um, what would, what piece of advice? Okay. So, so you've, you've come up with the growing up. In photography, you've been in photography how many years now? Nine? This is my 11th. 11. Okay. And you've done IPS. Uh Uh-huh. Is there anything you would do differently? Is there anything you'd like to try differently? Let's put it that way. Hmm. Let's see here. No, the only thing that I I have pondered on um, more so this last year is I can almost gauge where, because I have my collections really dialed in so much so that this, my first, first IPS of last, yeah, of last year, the, the mom was like, we really want this, but we don't want that. Like they basically confirmed what it was, like the whole reason why my collections were set up the way that they were. And I was like, that's exactly why they're set up this way because you want this, but you don't want to pay this. So it was actually, I was so happy that like she voiced it because I, it confirmed exactly why I had set it up the way it was set up. Um, But the one thing that I've kind of thought about doing was I, I love my clients to have their, album so like my middle two I have five collections so my middle my collection it's so weird when you say collections because like if you say your first collection that's your bottom right right so my third and fourth collection are like my like two that I would love to sell obviously my fifth one is like if they if they make that like score or if they purchase that score um but they all of my clients land literally in those what is that? The third and the fourth. And then I will have a few that will buy that, that top collection. But anyway, long story short, though, I've kind of thought like if they're all landing there, like, why don't I just charge that? But then you will have those few that will buy that top collection. And I'm like, that's great because you didn't expect that, you know. Um, 
So that's my only thing that I'm kind of like, because uh, then I wouldn't even have to see him for that image reveal. But then you're not getting the extra sales, grad cards, all that. Right. <laughs> the after so sale. Bottom line is we like, we like more money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it as it is. We're just not going to let other people go in and swoop in and get it. It's off of your work. You True. have already teed it up for them. True. Yep. Right. So again, why in photography are we the only industry that's not going after the quote unquote after sale, as I call it? Right. We have our initial sale. That's your your reveal, your ordering session, and they pay you. They get their items. They're happy. They're talking about you. But yet, do we just drop their hand at graduation time? Like this month is the month that I go back and I contact all of my clients and say, hey, it's time for me to help you navigate the process of graduation. You may have done it before. You may understand how stressful it is, or maybe you're clueless and you're stressed out from that. Mm-hmm. But this is where I'm going to hold your hand because I've done it before. And here are all the announcements in my my grad catalog I created on InDesign. You know, feel free to let me know. We'll have a quick design session. It'll take 20 minutes. We can do it over the phone. We can do it in person. Mm-hmm. And it forces the parent to have their venue, their date, their time, their list, their mailing list. Yeah. And guess what? These parents never, myself included, who does this, they never order the right amount. So <laughs> I always say, hey, you know, I, I, I know you think this is what you need, but you're going to need more. And it's only three business days to get it to you. Mm-hmm. And I use White House Custom Color and I love them. Uh, Pro DPI is owned by White House. I use them as well. And I know that I can get it really quick. Mm-hmm. They already have all this faith in us and all this confidence because they've been through it. Mm-hmm. So really, we started the conversation about yeah, I mean, we veered off quickly. Well, but like, so we talked about IPS photographers doing shoot and burn. I mean, that's what it used to be called. It's all inclusive now, right? All inclusive. I think that's more. I like that much more. Yes, I prefer I that term. Yes, we're gonna all inclusive because they didn't have that term when I did it. No, no, <laughs> we've made it nice now. Um, but all inclusive and IPS, but really, because you could, do, I feel like really from this whole conversation, what I have took it taken is we should not even should, but like we could capitalize on the back end, and that can be for all inclusive and people that do IPS. Because Absolutely. you could set up an online gallery and do the grad cards. Do, you could do the albums, but it's more of having a system in place to um, to do that. Like how you said, you go in about this time of year. Same with me. Like I looked back this week. When did I start talking about grad cards on my social media? When did <laughs> I start doing that? Like when did the email go out last year to my team and my clients? So, and it was this month. So I'm like, okay, grad card post went up yesterday, like right on, right on schedule here. Um, but it's really about, the, well, I feel like what I've gathered is the after sale to make some more money. Exactly. I mean, you know, I always tell my clients my average sale is X, Y, Z, but that's not including my after sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You because money spent is what? 
money forgotten? Yes. My clients are not that way. (laughs) (laughs) And I am not that way at all. But But you need these things. You cannot know textbook. That is what they say. (laughs) You need these items though. Right. So why not sell them to him? So I guess we totally veered off topic, everyone. Thank you for going along with our rant today. No, but it's... But um, there is a whole generation of photographers coming up and leaving money on the table, Mm -hmm. whether you're IPS and you're not doing the after sale, or you are all inclusive and you just don't want to be bothered. I mean, I know a lot of photographers. I have some very good friends who do not want to be bothered putting an album together, putting grad cards together. They just don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I have one friend, she shoots about 250 sessions a year between families and seniors. And she's like, I want nothing to do with product. And every lunch, every dinner we go on, I'm over here talking about product, product, product. Come Mm -hmm. on, you can do this. I'm not going to mention her name. And, And I also talk about outsourcing because she's like, I don't have time to design product. I'm like, you don't have time to get more money. You don't have time to make more money because it's not going to take that much time. And let's talk about outsourcing and everything else. And her eyes glaze over and I know, and and this has (laughs) been going on pretty much on a repeat loop um, since 2016. Mm -hmm. So seven years. Inevitably the lunch and the dinner steers toward, oh Uh man, I got 15 sessions in queue. I got to edit. Hey, you know, we could make this go a little faster. You could make more money. She's, nope, I'm good. I'm good. So. Oh, wow. There is not, there is no better feeling than <laughs> seeing your work on a canvas. And like every time an album comes in, like, and I mean, I see them almost weekly, you know, during busy season. I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Like it's so different than just throwing up a gallery on a digital gallery. Like seeing it big, especially like if they order like a metal print or like a 20 by 30 canvas, like it's just, it's just beautiful. It is. And it also reminds us of why we do what we do. Sometimes it's the cherry on top for me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes maybe I'm thinking, you know, I'm feeling bad about myself. I'm, I'm tired. We're... Mm -hmm coming onto the finish line of October and the weather's looking good. So November is going to be booked. So the new finish line is going to be December and we're exhausted. And then you see that product and you see their face and it reminds me of why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Okay, guys. Well, we started out with, there's a whole generation of photographers coming up, leaving money on the table. Tell us, how do you leave money on the table or what are you doing differently? Are you doing an after sale? Are you doing all inclusive and you figured out a way to make more from the initial session? Let us know. We really want to hear your thoughts. That's a wrap for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. We realize there are so many podcasts out there that you have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you are joining us and giving up a part of your day and ultimately just joining in on part of the conversation and the community. In addition, make sure you are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group, where photographers from across the globe contribute, give their input, 
and their advice and share their experiences to help other photographers grow and learn. We would love for you to join us over there as well. We look forward to seeing you become part of the conversation. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that. It makes sure you keep up to date on all the content that we are putting out there. And we have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you throughout the year from industry leaders and members of the Senior Style Guide community. Thank you for joining us, and we cannot wait to have you as part of our community and listening to future episodes.